Hey everyone, it is Bill, and you're tuned in Three Questions in a Song, episode number 97, where the title of the podcast tells it all, except it really doesn't, because it's going to be way more than three questions. With me tonight is Matt from Dragonfly Effect. I'm not even going to attempt to say your last name, but you could do it if you'd like. <laughs> hey everybody, I'm Matt Nadrick. I'm from the band Dragonfly Effect. Um, So I first became aware of you guys, of couple of weeks before I showed up and took pictures of you at Halloween. Yeah. Um, been following you on and off since. Um, you had recently released a song that we're going to feature tonight, Infected. Yes. Um, and is that, if I remember correctly, that's like part of an upcoming project? Yeah. So Infected, it's part of a greater set of songs. Um on like a, we're basically going to do like an EP. I'm still like gearing towards like an album, but uh, the, the direction right now is to release an EP here in the next coming months. Um, and I'm going to get into who played on it a little bit later. Yeah. We're not going <laughs> to. Um, so let's start off with a few of my off the wall questions. Yeah. Um, We'll start with the build a scene official question, which is who's your Dave Grohl, which I may have asked you before. Um, that what I mean by that is who do you want to go up on stage with and play one of their originals? Um, I actually already got the chance to do that, but I would love to do it again. Um, I got the opportunity to perform with Breaking Benjamin a couple of different times. Um, that was back almost four years ago now. Holy crap! Wow. Um, but for me that that was like the ultimate bucket list item um but it's still on my list of uh going back up there and doing it again it's just the opportunity hasn't presented itself again and just logistics and craziness but definitely breaking benjamin for sure still um recently i was kind of i don't even know how you would describe it there's a show called the ludini rock and roll circus okay and it is um another pittsburgh-ish podcast um, as far as location wise, mm-hmm. um, and they talk about um, guitar driven rock. Yeah. And um, they do their podcasts using Zoom and they invite a handful of people to join the Zoom. And every once in a while, you get to talk. And um, I was in there and they were talking about heritage bands. In other yeah. words, you know, bands that have been around for a long time. Yeah. Are still out there touring, but haven't made any new music. Yeah. Um, and it came up, uh, the question that came up was Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and Kiss. Um, would you want to see new music from them? And I'm a huge Kiss fan, so yeah. I'm not going to tell you what I said, but what, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I mean, out of that selection, I I would definitely like to see something new from Kiss, just because, like, I always kind of, I never really got into Kiss too, too much, but they've always really kind of, like, interested me in like the sense of like just like their whole stage persona and the the everything that they have going on and they have honestly not it's pretty honestly good music and it would be awesome to see something fresh and new from them just considering the the stature that they're at and the, the level and stuff like that you know they um before they went back to the makeup they attempted to make a um i guess kind of a grunge album Oh really? Um, I wish I could remember the name of it. Um, Carnival of Souls. Okay. Um, <laughs> I own it somewhere. 
<laughs> That'll tell you what I really thought of it. <laughs> um, gotcha. Gotcha. But I, I, I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to stay relevant. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. So my answer for those three bands was I thought Motley Crue and Kiss should just kind of fade off. Oh, really? Okay. And and I like them both. I yeah. see Motley Crue live twice. Um, they are making new music right now. I don't know if you saw that in the news. Oh, really? I did yeah. not see that. Um, with Johnny Five. Mm-hmm. John, yeah, Johnny Five. Yeah, yeah. John Five. Whatever. He... <laughs> and um, out of the three, I think I'd like to hear new Def Leppard. Which, yeah. Uh, and I've seen them live twice too. Yeah. But anyway, um, so that brings me to another question for you. Yeah. Segwaying away tonight. (laughs) If you could sit down with any songwriter in the history of the world and write a song with them, who would you want to write with? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, I I don't want to, I don't want to sound boring and say Breaking Benjamin, but, uh, (laughs) um, probably honestly maybe like freddie mercury from queen just because of like how particular he was with certain things and like i really like to get to see the process of how he would construct things and how he would figure out his lyrics and his melodies and stuff like that and i think that'd be a really insightful thing to to actually do with him um so along the lines of of the kiss show not the music the show part of it you guys have a bit of a storyline that goes along with, with your band, correct? Correct. And I think we discussed it a little bit on... Did we do the Pennsylvania Rock Show or Three Questions in the Song last time? Uh, we did the Pennsylvania Rock Show the last time okay. I was on here. So why don't, why don't you give these listeners a little bit of insight into what that storyline is? Yeah, for sure. So Dragonfly Effect, we have this uh, prevailing backstory um, that follows basically like a futurescape uh, kind of timeline and environment um, where there's this corporation that kind of assumes control that is, was originally predicated and founded on the, like the notion of helping people out with different things and curing the human condition and stuff like that. But ultimately what ended up happening is it became a tool of enslavement. Um, Then they were referred to as the dragon, the dragonfly corporation. Um, So, we, as part of the dragonfly effect, we once believed that message that they were pushing of like, you know, being a part of a bigger, greater community and blah, 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 blah. But we soon realized that it was just a means of trying to control and so on and so forth. And we became the anti-movement of what the dragonfly corporation was pushing out. We became the resistance and that's our prevailing, um, you know, running uh, catchphrase, like join the resistance, fight, you know, fight back, believe in yourself. And um, yeah, so th- it's all set in the future of this post-apocalyptic fallout dystopian kind of, you know, backstory universe kind of, kind of a deal. Um, it just made me think of a theme, uh, a meme that I read the other day. <laughs> it said due to the current conditions, all post-apocalyptic, um, books will now be in current events. <laughs> <laughs> Fitting. <laughs> um, if you could sit down with any four people in the history of the world for dinner. Now, the caveat is one of them does have to be a musician. 
Okay. Who would, who would you want to sit down with? Oh man. Um, Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> just because he's, he, he, he's just one of them people. I would, I would love to meet him. He just, he seems so, so out there and so kooky, but also at the same time, so just like awesome of a person and just getting to spend a dinner evening with him would be, I think really, really cool. <laughs> and who would the other three be? Um, probably George Washington would be one person I would like to sit down and talk and just meet. Um, I'm a big history nerd, so I, I love all that kind of stuff, especially the American Revolution era. Um, him, uh, probably, probably Paul McCartney from the Beatles. Sit down with him, poke his brain, you know, pick his brain a little bit. Um, and lastly. Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> Just because technically speaking, Weird Al is actually the first artist I got into uh, with, with music. Uh, he was the first first person I listened to. So getting to say, hey, you kind of indirectly got me into music in a way would be uh, kind of neat. <laughs> did Did you watch the, the movie? I have not, but I've heard heard some things about it. <laughs> I he like parodied, parodied his own life. It, it was yeah. weird, but I liked it. But it was like I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But <laughs> if you haven't had a chance, watch it. It's and, and the fact that Harry Potter plays him is. I was going to say it's true. Daniel. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, definitely Daniel would like to check it out for sure. Yeah, I, I watched it. I think the first day or second day it was available, <laughs> but it's funny. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely check it out because I, I watched his one movie he made back in the day, UHF or, or whatever it was. Yeah, I so. did too, but I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I only vaguely remember like some parts of it, and the, the part where he like impersonated Rambo or whatever, like parody Rambo, like that was like I like the only part like actually like sticks out for me. <laughs> um, so we're both kind of setting up segues. I'm I'm going to use, um. I'm going to use mine and try and remember what you said, because there was definitely something I was like, Oh, that's perfect segue. But for mine, um, let's say that down the road, um, it's time to make a rockumentary about the dragonfly effect. Okay. Who, who is going to play Matt? Oh goodness, man. I have no idea. Um, Oh, so probably the guy that is the lead character in you, um, because apparently, according to people, I, I look like the guy from that that show, <laughs> you. And I'm like, okay, like I guess. And but yeah, so I guess if I had to pick, I'd probably say that guy. <laughs> oh, whatever, I remember his what, name is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I remember what what your segue was that you didn't even know you gave me. <laughs> okay, so you're leaving a gig, and as you leave, you notice this DeLorean sitting there with its door open. <laughs> And a flux capacitor in the back seat, so you can go back in time to anywhere in history. Yep. Where are you going, and what band are you going to hang out with while you're there? I, I probably go like it does have to be like a specific like date and time, or just like nah. now, <laughs> just whatever. Um, that's kind of hard because part of me would like want to go back to like 2012 ish and just like relive my life from that point on. <laughs> which is not not that like exciting <laughs> um but i mean maybe i'd go back to like the 80s hang out with like metallica whenever they were like getting started out and like you know starting to get 
big and you know stuff like that and hang out with james hatfield and, i had know. no idea who they were in the 80s yeah <laughs> i would say 1993 was probably my introduction to metallica yeah and then i was like where's this been <laughs> yeah i guess i'd yeah i'd probably get, go back then hang out poke the brains a little bit you know speaking of metallica have you listened to the new album I have not. I've heard mixed reviews on it and I've heard all kinds of different things from people on it. And some people like it. Some people hate it. I did the Spotify thing um, when I should have been sleeping. I made it a couple songs in. Um, I did like what I heard. Yeah. Um, but I need to finish it. Preferably when I'm not going to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, which is no indication of the album at all. It's an indication <laughs> of I'm constantly running. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. Um, can you pinpoint that moment in time when you realized you wanted to be in a band? Yeah, it was, it was kind of early on in like the transition from like middle school to high school. Um, I got hooked on, coincidentally enough, Breaking Ben and, I, um, you know, I, I heard their album, We Are Not Alone. That was like back in like 2004-ish, 2005-ish. Um, and that's when I started teaching. <laughs> <laughs> I was in like, yeah, I was in like eighth grade then, I think. Um, so I heard that and I was like, wow, like, who is this band? And like, I just dove in head first and, um, you know, there was just, it like lit like a fire in me I never knew I had. And I just started learning as much as I possibly could about, you know, drums and guitar and bass and everything. And like, it just was like full, full steam ahead, you know? And actually, I mean, like then soon after, like actually they were like one of the first bands I went and saw in concert in 2006 at, out of post because that key bank pavilion first Niagara, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's what is it now? It's, I think it's it's back to it's something pavilion at Starlake. Pavilion, at, yeah, the pavilion at Starlake, yeah. Which but there's like they still have the some branding ahead of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they gave up on trying not to call it Starlake. Yeah, <laughs> they, they 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 tried so hard to not call it Starlake to just go back and call it Starlake. <laughs> well, that's because nobody in Pittsburgh would call it anything but Starlake. This yeah, I include it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, I had some interesting things happen there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've I've experienced some some interesting things there myself too. So <laughs> I think I a, a lot guy, of people do. <laughs> I had a guy try and fight me and then punch like six people except for me. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Um, I had a guy pass out in front of me while the first opener was playing, and the shirt he was wearing was for the headliner, and never saw them. <laughs> <laughs> and it, sucks. And his girlfriend fireman carried him out of the out up the hill over her shoulder. Um. Yeah. Some some interesting things. I was, I, at the Mot- I mentioned Motley Crue. Yeah. That was the I saw them Carnival of Sins. It was the week of Katrina. Oh, really? Um, Hurricane Katrina. And oh, jeez. Flooded the walkway. Between, oh, no. Between the lawn and and the, and pavilion, the pavilion seats. And uh, we when we left, we were walking through garbage floating in. Uh, it was so gross. <laughs> <laughs> but I keep going back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah same. I, I've experienced some crazy stuff there from like Warp Tour and all that, and seeing all kinds of different bands there. And it's just it's always you never know what you're going to get there. 
I mentioned that I'm significantly older than you, and this is going to clue people in even more. So I went to Kiss last year there, and my my takeaway was that we parked in the VIP parking, mm-hmm. and we walked straight in at the top of the lawn and set our chairs at the top, and that was all the further we went in. And I was like, "This is great," <laughs> because I didn't. And I got out of there in like five minutes. I didn't have to walk far. There was no hill. It, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I respect that. I respect that. I do because that is the way to do it. Yeah, just get get in and then get, <laughs> and get out. In and out. Concert in the middle. I like um, that. I, I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> I, I'm definitely starting to feel it, <laughs> but I'm still going and still going to to local shows. I have a, a whole bunch lined up this summer that I'm headed to. Yeah. Some with music from four one two. Some to take photos. Some, mm-hmm. some just to hang out. Out. Uh, my yeah. kids are starting to get into the local scene, which is yeah. awesome. Awesome. But, um, who's a band that you would suggest people go check out from this local scene? Um, aside from us, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> definitely. There's another band we perform with. Uh, you were at that show, uh, Haven State. They yes. are uh, some of the best musicians I, I've had the pleasure of sharing the stage with and performing with. They are all around very kind, genuine people, and they are phenomenal musicians. So That's I definitely definite. would advise people to check them out for sure. Definitely a good suggestion. Yeah. All right. So why don't you? Um, tell me about the song Infected. Yeah. Um, so Infected is a song that um, went through a couple different iterations and variations, as I always do with everything I write, <laughs> because I'm, I like to be complicated and arduous and cumbersome <laughs> <laughs> with the way I write, but I feel like that gets the best results. Um, but yeah, Infected is a song that really came together pretty quickly. And this is the first song that um, we had a collaboration with. Um, on it, which was a big dream come true for me because it's with somebody I, I grew up listening to and, you know, he's performing on the song with me and I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's just really cool. Um, but yeah, it's a song that really, for me, See, that was your chance to mention it by the way. Uh, well, well, okay. So <laughs> that uh, we collaborated with the uh, former breaking Benjamin drummer, Chad Zaliga. Uh, he, he performed drums on the, the track for us and um, you know, uh, it, it really helped just give it that extra punch and that extra oomph that that song definitely needed um, just because it's such a visceral in your face kind of a song. Um, and like I said, for me, that was a huge, huge dream come true. Um, just because like I said, I grew up, you know, watching him, listening to him, like all that stuff. So like, you know, being able to have that experience and share that moment uh, was just really, really just awesome. And I'm, I'm really grateful for it still to this day. Um, you know, I mean, we, we recorded that, like I think, like, last March or April. And, like, it just came out this past March, you know. So, like, it, we definitely sat on it for a little bit of time. Um, but, yeah, it, it's a song that carries a lot of weight uh, emotionally, lyrically, instrumentally, all of it. You know, for me, especially the, the, the backstory behind it, just there, there's just a lot of um, just a lot of intensity with it. All right. So what we are going to do is take a moment and. Listen to Infected, and we'll be right back with Matt.
forfeit your mind. You cannot escape the void. song in fact that you mentioned the the um collaboration how how did that even happen yeah so i mean chad actually found me on um on facebook and uh he i posted like a early preview for for lost inside at the time in like a breaking benjamin fan group or something like that and uh he commented on it I was like hey bro like cool riff like you know something very very easy and simple and then um he dm'd me and like he gave me his number and stuff and then he called me then like it just one thing kind of led to another then you know i sent him some stuff i was working on i was like hey like infected happened to be one of them i was like here here, this is kind of what i'm working on and right away right off the bat he's like bro he's like i'm gonna play drums on this (laughs) and i'm like okay (laughs) um so he did it and like he (laughs) he did like the entirety of it like he did the entire song and like i think like two takes and um i was like wow um so yeah it just spawned from from facebook and you know it it's amazing how it, it all happened just just like that now where did you guys record the song at so chad recorded the drums in his house uh he lives out in like wilkesbury uh shaverstown Benton area everything else was recorded in my studio room i'm in right now uh all the guitars all the bass all the vocals i do everything in in in-house in suite um Mixing and all that stuff was done by me. Uh, my buddy Brad Bernazzi, he helped out with some of that as well. Um, and then one of Chad's uh, good buddies, Valdi Martin, uh, ended up fully mixing and mastering everything for us and gave it just that huge, larger-than-life sound. Very cool. Um, before I forget, because I'm trying to get back to the, the theme of three questions in a song. Yeah. Um because I kind of ventured away for a little while. <laughs> um, so Hannah from Woodland Creatures was on episode 96. Yeah. And um, she had a question for you. I'm going to go ahead and let her ask it. Yeah, absolutely. So my my question, as you know, we were just talking about inspiration of <laughs> where songs come from. Um, so tell us about 
uh, a unique or an interesting story, origin story for one of your songs? If I had to think, I mean, so, so a lot of the stuff I write sometimes can be kind of sporadic, you know, and kind of like off the cuff. Um, but there was actually when I was writing the song Colorblind, um, I believe I think I had a dream that like I was literally like going blind, <laughs> you know, or like going like partially blind and like um I think I re- I think it was like in the dream I said something along the lines of like I'm going I'm going blind and like my eyes were wide like that ultimately ended up, ended up becoming a lyric in the song because like as soon as I woke up I was like I don't know what that was but like I had to like write it down like right away because it just it made sense you know um so yeah like colorblinds that was inspired by like a dream and also just like getting older and stuff like that but yeah definitely dreaming about going blind was probably one of the <laughs> most like intense and visceral things I've, I've probably written about. <laughs> um, I also gave you an assignment to ask anaphylaxis yeah. question, which is the next episode's guest. Yep. And hopefully it's not, how do you pronounce it? Cause I hope I'm saying it right. <laughs> but yeah. My main question for them would be, where would be the main inspiration that you guys drew from for the name, aside from having an anaphylactic reaction? <laughs> <laughs> what was the, the main inspiration for choosing that name and you know like it's funny that you that that's like have you when i think i sent you the link so you didn't have to search it yeah there are so many bands with that name yeah i know <laughs> um yes. all right so a couple more questions for you and then and then i'll let you go yeah absolutely um what do you, what does the uh, what does Dragon Effect have coming up next? Yeah, so Dragonfly Effect, we have. Uh, yeah, I messed that up. Let me just, no. let me re-ask that. What does Dragonfly Effect have coming up next? Yeah, so as of right now, we uh, are getting ready for our headlining demonstration at the Millville Music Festival next month, which is really cool, and it's a huge honor that they asked us to headline one of the stages there. I'm. Which, which stage are you going to be on? We're going to be on the VFW one eighteen. It's an outdoor pop up uh stage i'm, I'm pretty sure uh but, yeah, friday or saturday saturday yeah we're perform we're okay. doing a demonstration uh may 20th it's 8 40 p.m i think is when we're going on i'm i'm definitely going to be there on friday on saturday i don't know about friday yet okay yeah if, you, if you're around we'd love to have you there we'd love to link up and say hey uh yeah so we're, we're prepping for that and then we got a string of some shows over oh sorry demonstrations um over the course of the summer um we're heading to uh ohio in august i'm pretty stoked about that we got some stuff going on uh with swirl hill and some stuff like that going on over the summer so that's uh july 22nd correct july 22nd correct we'll be headlining yeah. at the squirrel hill sports bar uh september 2nd we'll be at brandy's down under brandy's on maine we'll be headlining that one as well uh in june we were supposed to have a demonstration in manhattan that unfortunately got postponed and canceled. It was overbooked and it was a big miscommunication. Um, but yeah, aside from that, we're just prepping to get this EP slash album out uh, as soon as significantly possible. Cause a lot of people ask about it all the time. <laughs> so I want to make sure that we get that out. Um, but yeah, we're just prepping for shows and uh, just writing. That uh, July 22nd show. I kind of get it from both sides. I do squirrel Hill sports bars website and oh nice media 
and it's first angel media show. It is. So both sides. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, and besides dragonfly effect band.com, which has been below me throughout the video, where else would you suggest um, the listeners and viewers go to check out your band? Yeah. So they can follow us on all major social media outlets, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, our Facebook is, you know, dragonfly effect band. Uh, Instagram is at dragonfly effect band as well. Twitter is dragonfly band BND because Twitter are weird with their usernames. So we, we had to, we had to improvise whenever we were making that. Um, yeah, we have a TikTok too. Follow us on there. Um, that's a untapped outlet that we, we don't really use that much. <laughs> Want to get back on that for sure. Uh, but yeah, all social media outlets, all that good stuff. Very cool. Hey, Matt, I want to thank you for hanging out with me on episode number 97. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, don't go anywhere yet. Um, those of you that are checking out the show for the first time, uh, this, as I said, is episode 97 of Three Questions in a Song. I am also on episode, what am I at now? 668 of the Pennsylvania Ooh. Rock. Um, that one's been around since 2004. Um, you know, you were in eighth grade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I do another live show with John from First Angel Media and Tiz and Cat from XRPRadio.co.uk. Um, those should start appearing again pretty directly. They kind of went on hiatus because my school schedule got in the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but those will be coming back. Um, they are live on their station, xrpradio.co.uk, which is coming to you from Scotland. Nice. Um, so um, with that said, we're going to go ahead and end this episode, but make sure you check out buildascene.com for all of that. Um, also, music from the 412 um, and First Angel Media, and there's all kinds. You'll see that I have them linked all over the place on Build a Scene. Go there. You'll find it all. <laughs> With that said, we will see you on the next episode with Anaphylaxis.